y'all. Welcome to Unlearned. I'm Kat, and you're probably wondering, where is Misha? Well, Misha decided to pursue her music career, and she's a fantastic musician. I highly encourage you to check out one of her shows and like go out and support her. Like, gorgeous singing voice, I assure you. Um, but season three is still happening. The show must go on. And I'm going to have on quite a few spectacular guests over the course of this season and eventually a new co-host. So get ready because all of the excitement is coming your way. So for my first guest, I have Julie. Julie, tell me a little bit about yourself. Hey guys, um, my name's Julie. Um, I am sorority sisters with Kat and I work in the social service in, uh, field and I'm passionate about mental health and dismantling the prison industrial complex. Um, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> what is the number one thing in your life that you had to unlearn? Um, I think kind of what we were just talking about before, um, like just heteronormativity, I definitely did have to unlearn that and had some um, like uh, internalized uh, like um, views on that. Um, and so definitely had to unlearn that. Yeah. Cool. So uh, the show may be changing a little, but we're bringing back some of your favorite segments like Slayer Nay. And as my guest, Julie is going to do her own personal Slayer Nay. But let me start off with my Slayer Nay because I don't know if y'all have cared about any progress that I've made over the summer, but I think that like all of this is just quite important. So one, um, my, one of my first goals was like get my depression in order um get yeah just get my depression in order which is no small fee as many of you know uh doing great y'all i am me and my psychiatrist are waning off my antidepressants uh i feel really good i'm in a much better headspace than i was before and it <laughs> turns out that uh, my the impact of my mental health correlated directly with my career and my career goals. <laughs> so, which was another one of my major slayer nay goals. So I'm gonna say I'm slaying on the depression thing and the mental health and taking care of myself. Yay me! Uh, for my career, that is still a present slay on the way because after <laughs> some. Uh, uh, intensely bad job experiences recently. I had it kind of just like had this epiphany with the help of like, you know, my therapist where I'm just like, fuck, I don't have to live by other people's expectations on like what work looks like. And so I'm just like really excited to start freelancing and building up my career coaching business and living my life how I want to and not having to live by someone else's timetable. So that's dope. That's a slay on the way. Get ready for that. More to come. Uh, and then my final one is falling in love with fitness. So I'm going to have to put that as a big nay. Um, I... I have not been exercising. I'm not going to lie. I did take up what swimming. swimming I did. I took up swimming. I 
don't like it. I still don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. Julie and I are supposed to be doing a triathlon. Oh, yeah. What happened to that? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I don't know if that's going to go down. I got to, I, I, swimming, we're, we're going to, I'm going to make you love me. I'm, I'm going to make me love you. Make what, you my bitch. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like water, you're, my, you're going to be my bitch by the end of the year we'll see anyway (laughs) so those are those are just kind of where I'm at with like my year goals uh and I want to say I'm in a pretty good place I mean like I know the whole falling in love with fitness thing has been like a nay all year but Rome wasn't built in a day so leave me alone (laughs) uh Julie what are some of your goals and where are you in your goals um well one of them is kind of redefining what I feel self-care is. Um, And I felt like I really needed to do that to feel like good at work and just overall. Um, So I'm trying to eat better and not eat as much of the food like in our cafeteria at work that can sometimes be crappy um, and not drink as much beer um, so that definitely is a journey. Um, <laughs> and I love beer. <laughs> so, um, I'm just trying to like find like baby steps. So like when I actually like bring f- some food to work and like feel prepared, then I'm like, okay, go Julie. <laughs> so, um, work in progress. So yep. maybe a nay we'll to a sleigh, sleigh on the way. A sleigh on the way. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Give yourself some um, credit. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then so then my other one is um, kind of just about my personal like dating life. Um, sometimes I could be really hard on myself or like I'm an overanalyzer. Um, so I'm just trying to be like pretty present and, um, just have like fun with it, um, and not really have expectations. And I feel like I'm doing a pretty good job sometimes with the help of my friends. (laughs) Um, but, um, of course, um, yeah, I wouldn't, um, yeah, everyone needs like support. So I think that I'm slaying that. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Many people's dating lives are like usually a nay, or like just like from my friends. Uh, I, they're always just like, yeah, uh, my dating life is the worst. And I was just like, yeah, um, I've been, well, I guess I've been trying to just even find like the positive in like any situation, right? So, and, and that's like how you should approach um, it because I'm definitely not like. Like, there's been a couple people where, like, I would like to see them again, and then it hasn't happened for, like, weeks. And I'm like, okay, well, whatever. If it happens, it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the healthy way to approach dating. Yeah. So I'm trying not to put pressure on myself um, and just be happy with myself, like, just me. So then, yeah. Dope. Um, so the reason that I brought Julie onto the show today is because we are both queer femmes and Mm -hmm. we have had some experiences in the queer community that we need to talk about and that some people need to unlearn both straight and gay. I think like 
people who are queer and bi and experience bi erasure and biphobia, I think y'all y'all know. Y'all know what's up. <laughs> but you might unlearn something too. You never know. So can you tell me about some of your experiences identifying as a femme in the queer community? Yeah, sure. Um, I feel sometimes invisible. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Not recognized, not legit. <laughs> um and because um, I do identify like as queer, I don't like to um, – some people are like, no, you're bi. I'm like, no, I'm what I want to be. Right. So ask me how I identify. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. um, so that like adds another layer too. Right. Um, so people are like, really? I didn't think that you – like, okay, well, everyone – like – Queer, uh, like, people come in all shapes and sizes, so. <laughs> all shades of the rainbow, so yep. don't, don't even think, like, don't come for me, honestly. <laughs> and I, I, and I have, like, so many similar experiences because, like, it took me so long to embrace being a femme. Like, I was just, like, fighting it. I was, like, fighting it so hard. I was trying to, like, put on a more masculine mystique so that, like, I could be, I can walk into a queer space and not be thought of like an ally. Cause like in college, when I would go to, uh, we had like a LGBT house and like I, I have always identified as like either bisexual or queer. Mm-hmm. Basically, like since, since I realized I like women and then that I didn't hate guys. So when did you I realize like, that? I was like eight. Eight. Yeah. Dang. Oh, that, that's when I hit puberty. <laughs> So I got boobs at a third grade. Terrifying. Don't recommend it. Um, And then I got my period at nine. So I was basically a full woman before fifth grade. Um, It wasn't. Another topic for another. Yes. Yes. I I cannot talk about my awkward growth spurt. Um, So, yeah. So I've just like kind of always known. And. It's like many a times I thought that perhaps maybe I like women a little too much because I like them more than men, but I still like men. Mm-hmm. And it first took a lot for me not to put myself in the box of either like straight or gay. And then like going into queer spaces, people, even though I was never like in college, I didn't date. I wasn't partnered with anyone. I just like really wanted to focus on working and doing like doing well in school so when i and all of my <laughs> a lot of my friends were gay males okay. uh and so they thought that i was the straight girl hanging around oh. with the gay males and um <laughs> someone who uh, i'm still pretty close with from college was always like oh i always just like when you used to like go to the gay bars and like hang out at the center i just thought you were an ally and i was like no, I had a giant crush on you, so. <laughs> and she's like, what? And I was like, yeah. But, you know, didn't shoot my shot, whatever. Uh-huh. But, like, people, yeah. So, like, it was the assumption, like, one, because I had, I was just some hag who hung out with, like, gay mm. men all the time. Well, that's the word I was trying to think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that, like, even when I purposely put myself in queer spaces, 
people would still assume that as an ally. Yeah. Pre- like, oh, she's primarily. just open. She hangs with right. like, everyone. Whatever. Right. Like, I'm open-minded. It's like, yeah. no, I'm open to date you, you beautiful woman. Please <laughs> date me. Like, I just... People... <laughs> I think that is... And that's, like, why... Um, like in college and like in my early 20s, I was trying to kind of like push away when pursuing women, try to push away like my more feminine identity mm-hmm. so that they can be like, oh, well, maybe she's queer. Um, that didn't really work. Like how would, would be a thing that you would do? Oh, uh, just like dress more masculinely yeah. or like just like That's be more I dominant. Mean. Which I meant, like, actually pretty dominant naturally, but. <gasps> Me too. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm always, like, the one to go and pursue you or, like, hit on a girl yeah. first. Um, Any uh, relationship I've had with a woman, I've pursued it, so. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because otherwise, they just think you're straight. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, that's that's a good point. I never thought right. about that way. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that I was, like, had some game. <laughs> You you do. I do. That's okay. yeah. Yeah. I've seen I've seen your skills. Yeah, right? I've seen your wing woman skills too. Okay. Yeah, that and and your regular game thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Low key killing it. Um <laughs> No, I'm kidding. High key killing it. Anyway. <laughs> uh so like what are some of the comments that you've heard? Just like regarding being like a film in the community. Do you feel like people try to delegitimize you or men think you're like automatically down for a threesome? Like what's up? Yeah. A lot of men like start to like fetishize it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the ones that are more like down or like more like they have like been in those spaces or like understand it. They're definitely not going to do that. So then they, um, so that's nice to like have more, meet more people like as the years go on that are just like, oh, okay. And like, it's like, like just like accept it for what it is and like not even like it's like doesn't phase them. So, mm-hmm. um, but other comments, um, I mean, more so just like questioning like really or, um yeah like have, um, you, have you even like oh have you even like have you really dated women like didn't like, you have like a recent date where this was like the theme of your date oh yeah <laughs> it was the theme um well so i met her on tinder and she was the first like woman that i met up with on tinder um and so i was pretty excited um, but she, so when we met, she was just kind of like, oh, I like, are you into women? I'm like, well, we met on Tinder. Like, <laughs> do you think I'm just trying to make friends? Right, like, <laughs> right. Um, so then she's like, have you even had a relationship? Do your parents know? I'm like, I'm 33. I know who I am. And right. yes, my parents know. Right. Why are you, can we talk about like what our favorite color is? Right. Like, <laughs> Uh, I was like, okay. So that date ended and I never talked to her again. (laughs) um, But she was like, oh, well, I have sex with men, but I'm a lesbian. And I'm like, okay, well, I have sex with men and I'm not a lesbian. So she wanted like her experience to be mine. I'm like, it's not. (laughs) 
I have sex with men, but I'm a lesbian. Yeah. And she had like, I do agree that like some people like you can like sex could be different than sexual like orientation. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But, but yeah, for her like, to be all up on your ass about yeah. it and just <laughs> that's just that's just funny. Yeah. It's like, okay, girl. Well, we have something in common. We both have sex and men with men and both like pussy. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. Imagine sexuality being fluid, whatever. Yep. <laughs> no, no big deal. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel like um, so my my ex, like when I was uh, 19, 20, I um, like dated, I would only date people during the summers because I didn't have anything to do and I <laughs> needed free food. So I would like, <laughs> date, <laughs> I would like date guys. I dated this like one guy, um, and like when I went back to school, we broke up and it was like, whatever. And like a few years late, like he would like message me and like check up on me, blah, uh-huh. blah, blah. A few years later, he like sends me a message with a picture of his girlfriend saying, hey, uh, we were thinking about having a threesome and I thought you would be like the perfect person to join us. And I was like, no, I'm not attracted to your girlfriend. <laughs> I don't want to fuck you. <laughs> I don't want any part of this scenario. Don't ask me again. And inevitably, he like a year later, he asked me again. And he asked like, you again? Yes. And it was just like, I'm not No interested. means no. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and like, even sometimes when I meet like, girls who are looking to explore, it's like, do you want to join me and my husband? And it's just like, God, if I like want dick, I can find my own. It is plentiful and low in value. Yep, yep. <laughs> it's just like I don't need your husband's. Like I don't I like I don't care how hot you would find it. Whatever, please. Like if you you and me just like the two of us, I'm down, but please don't offer me your husband's penis. Thank you. <laughs> um and, and it's like I've gotten it obviously way more from men even if they're like Significant others aren't even like bisexual or bi curious. They'll just be like, "Oh, well, you're pretty hot. Like, I'm pretty sure she'll just go for it." And I'm like, "You should so really they just have automatically a get that idea in their head, right? Once they, like, find out they're just uh, like, oh, you like, like exactly. Yeah. They they just like assume like, oh, bisexuality, or they could be like, oh, them. you're cool. Let's do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're cool. Let's have a threesome." Right. Right. <laughs> Let's talk about it. It's just like I that is something that I'm totally, totally over. So when that's I just like walk away from conversations like that now. Like sometimes people just like if you're at a bar and you're talking to someone, (laughs) sometimes they just like just have to walk away without saying a word. Mm -hmm. Anyway, oof, messy. Um and then uh, I guess like also some comments that I've heard from women is that they would like delegitimize my identity like very close to your experience um with like are you like actually queer are you really Uh like blah blah blah. like it's it's crazy because it's like even if you've never dated a woman or slept with a woman you still know your sexual identity yeah and i don't understand like why that has to be justified right like i have to like how many notches i got right like like, there's no litmus test to like queerness either you feel like either you were born that way 
I'm not going to be like, are you like, well, no, actually I do this all the time where I ask straight people, like, how do you know that you're straight if you've never Good. been with someone of the same sex? Mm-hmm. I just, I do it because <laughs> like it's petty and like they say yeah. the same thing <laughs> to like gay and queer people. It's just like, well, if you've never been with a man, how do you know you're a lesbian? Because I see pussy and get wet. Like, that's how I know I'm like, <laughs> that's how I know. Um, I hope you're you're not listening to this in the car with your kids because oh <laughs> I'm like mad vulgar. And you, if you've heard the last two seasons, you I you think, know I'm yeah. mad vulgar. Uh, <laughs> no chill <laughs> on my part. Um, and so like I feel that something that I've had to do was just kind of like alter my identity to fit into the queer community. Have you ever altered your identity in any way? Um, yeah, wore more flannel. (laughs) (laughs) Classic lesbian move. Yeah, (laughs) um, yeah, I definitely, like, dressed more, like, androgynous, Mm -hmm. I would say. Um, or, like, for some reason, like, I don't like the perception, or maybe this is something I need to unlearn, but I feel like a lot of women in the queer community, I'm like, do you just, like, don't care what you look like? Like, that's... Okay. I mean... I mean, I don't... I... No, I know what you mean. I don't... Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's kind of bogus. Okay, I'm going to get some backlash on that. Um... And now I want to take it back. (laughs) But I think, I mean, I'm probably not the only person out there that has, like, had those thoughts. So, um, yeah. I don't don't think this is going to, like, hurt your dating life at all. (laughs) Um, So I would probably, the only way that I've, like, altered myself is that even though I don't identify as a lesbian, like I've told lesbians that I was a lesbian, so they would accept me. Oh, so they <laughs> and just so get they off would, your like, back? be my what? Like get a get off your back about like yeah, yeah. I'm just like no, I'm I'm a lesbian, yeah. and then ugh, which is being very untrue to myself, and I know that in that instance, I'm contributing to bi erasure. So like, even mm-hmm. though I don't really like to, I don't really identify as bi- bisexual because I feel. I don't really like the binary of gender because gender is as fluid as sexuality. Yeah. So like by I want to <laughs> I want to contribute to the elimination of like bi erasure and biphobia by being present as bisexual, but at the same time I don't want to limit myself to people who are cis, male or female. Yeah. Which is like why I, I identify as queer. So I just like live between a rock and a hard place. Sure. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I I do sometimes say bisexual because I want it to be out there. Like I do right. it for the larger. Right. The, I do it for right. the larger purpose. Um, My last long-term relationship with a woman, she did not like that I like was bisexual Mm -hmm. she wanted me basically to change and be lesbian (laughs) um she was afraid i was gonna leave her for a man i was like well i could leave you for a woman woman. exactly it's like like, get over your own shit like i'm sorry why do people Um, 
Like I've had people who yeah. I've dated just like I had like me for a while, man. Really important. I'm like, what? Yeah. No. One of her friends was like, "You like dick or you like pussy? Which one?" I'm <laughs> like, damn, <laughs> why you gotta be so aggressive? <laughs> It's like, let me pull you out of chair so you can have a seat, bitch. Damn. Get out of here. Have several seats. That's what I mean. So ridiculous. People are so extra. People get so fucking extra about, like, other people's sexuality. Because, like, I get it. Like, out lesbians are just, like, proud. And they're just, and they, you know want more for the team uh-huh. but at the same time that doesn't mean that you can just completely disregard another woman's sexuality mm-hmm. i mean i don't really feel like straight women do that or at least not the ones that i'm ever around disregard like other okay yeah I don't know. I could be wrong. I could probably like remember something after I'm done recording and be like, ah, fuck. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I'm not going to say anything about it because <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to remember after this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get back to you on that one. Right. <laughs> uh, so we're going to take a quick break and come back with our final segment. Get ready. So, we're back. And I've been wanting to do this segment for the longest. I wasn't going to make a whole episode, but I just want to feature specific people and talk about the reasons your fave is problematic. Okay. <laughs> Later this season, I'm I'm going after some heavy hitters. Like, I'm going to talk about Gandhi being a hardcore racist. People don't know that. I'm not going to start off with that because, damn, that's a lot for right now. So we're going to, it's a... Baby steps. Yeah, baby steps. (laughs) It's almost October, which means it's almost Christopher Columbus Day. And I was, like, watching a segment on The Daily Show or whatever, and they were, people were protesting um, Christopher Columbus statue in Central Park, I think. Um, and Mayor de Blasio being like the bomb bitch he is, was just like, yo, yeah, let's talk about this. Maybe we should remove him. Maybe we should remove it because he ain't that great of a guy. I also hate personally hate watching the Christopher Columbus parade go down State Street every Columbus Day. And it's like, I get it. Like Italian Americans are just like really proud of this guy who went the wrong direction and quote unquote <laughs> discovered a land where people already lived. Um, but like, yeah, whatever. Semantics. So we're going to talk about since he still has a holiday, even though many cities are changing into Indigenous American Americans Day. Um, since he still has statues and a holiday and parades and all that shit we're gonna talk about why your fave is problematic and if you listen to your show you probably hate christopher columbus as much as me (laughs) but share share the news and help others unlearn so reason one your fave is problematic af uh he never actually landed on the like landed on the 48 states that make the United States exclude is obviously excluding Hawaii and Alaska, but the continuous U S he's n- never actually been there. 
He, yep, he sold, he like was on the sea, 1492. Cool, he landed in the Bahamas. And y'all are probably like, oh, I guess that sounds kind of familiar. I just need one. We cannot credit him for discovering America for the following reasons. He's never actually been here. <laughs> Two, there are already people living there. So I think the people who are already living there discovered America. Three, he was trying to go to India. Four, how are you a sailor crossing the sea and you don't know what direction is which? Like, don't even embark on some sea journey in 1492. <laughs> like, that just doesn't make any sense. It's Okay, I could go on forever about what, like, a clown he is. But point number one, never actually landed in America. Where he did land in the Bahamas is now known uh, as Hispaniola, which uh, has the country, the countries of Haiti and the Dominican Republic. Um, and he went there. He crashed uh, his ship, which is low-key hilarious. He crashed his ship. He, like, <laughs> <laughs> he wrecked his ship. So, like, the one of the native tribes um, on the island, they saw and they, like, rescued the crew and all their stuff because they were just, like, a crew of flailing idiots. So, like, like <laughs> this tribe was just like, oh, like, let, let us help you. Like, oh, no. <laughs> don't drown. <laughs> I don't know why this is so funny to me. But they're like, no, don't drown. Let us, let us help you. So they, they go in. And... Your buddy Chris was just like, oh, man, these people are hella nice. They're like, they don't know what weapons are. I showed them my sword and they were like, what is this? And they cut themselves. I could have borne them, but, you know, whatever. I'm a dick. But uh, anyway, you know what I think? I think that they would make great servants. They're like strong and they're friendly. Let's just enslave them. This is all a true story, y'all. These and these, this all can be read in Christopher Columbus's actual journal. So, if you don't believe me, he kept receipts. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so, like after being in the Caribbean for a while, he was like, "Yo, I gotta go back to Spain. Say what's up to the queen, whatever." Like, y'all hold down the fort. Yeah. Right? <laughs> So he went back to Spain and then and then came back to the Caribbean. And when he, when he went to Spain, he was like, he had like 30, 40 men. He's like, y'all, sit tight, chill here. I'm going to be back. He came back. Okay, let's talk about his men. His men took it upon themselves to rape and pillage and then when old Christie got back, all of them were dead. And and they were like, yo, what happened? He's like, what happened to my men? Well, they were sexually assaulting people and stealing from us, so we killed them. And so he was like, y'all are savages. No, dude, your men who came to this peaceful island with people chilling are the real savages. So I think you need to learn what that word means. Oh, boy, Christie. Anyway. Ooh, I feel like I'm going to go on a, a long rant, but this is just so History easy. History lessons with Kat. Yeah, I know. 
this is how I'm going to teach my kids. Yeah. <laughs> like, let me tell you what really happened. <laughs> so, so Chris, he was like, man, what am I going to do with these people? I'm just going to enslave them. And then he would give the native women away to his men as like sex slaves. And oh, God. And like he would this part, it's like actually truly, truly disgusting. Uh, He would use the native people as dog food, like kill them, cut them up. No. And let dogs eat them. Was this in his journal? Or what? Okay. Yes. Like, he documents all of it. He Because he doesn't see it as, like, bad. Right, right. right. He's just like, uh, so that's just wow. fucking inhumane. And Chris is the real savage. And that's just so, that's, like, so fucking troubling. And no one ever mentions that part. They'll say, like, oh, yeah, he, like, raped and pillaged. Uh, he fed humans to dogs. That's troubling. That's troubling mm-hmm. as fuck, which is like maybe the number one reason your fave is problematic. So I don't even want to talk. That was like just so exciting. I don't even want to talk about what a disgrace of a human being he was. Uh, so with all that said, I think that we should tear down every statue, cancel Christopher Columbus Day and make it Indigenous Americans Day because they actually discovered America and actually made it to the continent of the United States, which just seems like a really important part of finding America. I don't know about y'all, but like that just seems like kind of key. Whatever. And then like not have parades blocking up State Street every October 9th or whatever. Like, oh, y'all get together. Your fave is problematic. Anyway. Have they been having protests like during the parades? Like, I haven't ever seen any. Oh, they I should. haven't. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. I could, yeah. I could yeah. protest. Huh. I could probably do that. <laughs> we'll see. Um, anyway, y'all, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I'm really excited to be back. I hope y'all enjoyed our show. Uh, thanks so much to Julie for hanging out hanging out thanks for having me oh yeah of course like a hundred percent um and now we're just gonna do the credits Ooh, but before we do the credits do y'all like live shows do y'all like unlearned that's fantastic because we will be performing at the chicago podcast festival this october um Definitely, there'll be a link in the description if you want to buy tickets to the live show. Uh, we are teamed up with a new show from Post Loudness, I Need an Adult, as well as a show, Race Bait. So come out, check it out. It's going to be dope. It's going to, I can tell you more stories about why there are so many villains in our history, because <laughs> that's kind of really my favorite topic. Ooh, I'm going to tell you all about. Harry Truman. That's another story for another time. Whatever. Uh, (laughs) But check out our live show. Um, 
So until then, you can like us on Facebook at Unlearn, follow us on Twitter at Unlearn underscore shy, write to us at unlearnpodcast at gmail.com, check out our website at unlearnpodcast.com. Thanks to James T. Green for our music and graphics. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Hit subscribe and rate our show. And then check out other posts on the shows featuring talented queer, female, and POC voices. Great being here. Have a smooth week. Bye, y'all. Can you say Bye. goodbye? Bye. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's fine. Okay. No, it's fine. It's fine. Post loudness.